Hello, and welcome to Message in the Middle with Marianne. We all know that life is hard, right? It's messy, it's unpredictable, but it can be wonderful all at the same time. My hope is that we can take a deep dive into self-development topics and explore life's lessons through book clubs, conversations, and interviews. And together, we can uncover the lessons that others have already learned to help us navigate this crazy, wonderful ride called life. Hello and welcome to Message in the Middle with Marianne. I'm your host, Marianne, and today I'll be bringing you a short solo episode on the topic of incorporating more fun and joy into our lives. But before I begin on that, I want to take a minute to welcome the new listeners. I see you and appreciate your questions and messages of support. I'd love it if you join our private Facebook group. It's free and I can put the link in the show notes. And if you enjoy an episode, please share it and maybe even write a review for one of your favorite episodes on your listening platform of choice. It really does help the podcast with being found in search engines or being presented as an option more frequently. And for those of you that have stuck around and provide consistent feedback like Amy and Karen and Mary Jo and Kim, thank you all so very much. I know your time is precious and it really does mean a lot to me to know that you're getting something out of the show and that you're taking some of your precious time out to listen to each episode. So thank you for that. All right, let's get into the topic at hand about joy and fun and bringing more of it into our lives. So let's start by talking about what fun really is. I mean, the actual definition of fun is enjoyment amusement, or lighthearted pleasure. And at its core, that definition to me is universal. But in my opinion, and from what I've learned over the last year on my own journey of trying to incorporate more fun into my life, it's a little more complex than that. The thing is, fun is very subjective, right? I mean, it involves engaging in activities, experiences, or interactions that bring you joy and laughter, a sense of playfulness. And if you're lucky, it may even temporarily alleviate stress. But what I think of as fun may not be what you think of as fun. Having fun typically requires you to be doing something that you enjoy, that you're aligned with, or that you have a deep connection to. So when trying to bring more fun into your life, especially if you haven't been actively making time for that, you might have to do some work to figure out what that looks like. I know I sure did. As many of you know, my word for 2023 was fun. I spent a good part of my adult life being way too serious. I found it really hard. Well, if I'm being honest, I still do, but less hard, less hard to lighten up, to let my guard down, and to just let loose. So in 2023, I decided to make fun and cultivating more fun in my life every day a focus area. So what did that look like? Well, let's talk about how I got started. Step one of adding fun back into my life was to make that commitment. I had to really tell myself that this was going to be a commitment and I had to mean it. So one of the first things I did was put fun on my vision board as I started the new year. And I added things like the word play, a picture of river rafting, zip lining, and the slogan ready for adventure. 
While I wasn't really sure how to cultivate fun on a regular basis, I definitely had some high ticket items that I thought would be fun to try. So I set my intention. Next, I researched guests in the areas of joy and fun and brought them on the show to see what I could learn from them and to share that with all of you. If you haven't checked out those episodes, I'll list them in the show notes. But there were several, and a few to note were my conversation with Ellie Bassick Travato. Ellie's a speaker, a best selling author. In her recent book, The Joy Spiral Playbook Discover the Surprising Path to a Life Filled with Joy, was definitely something that caught my attention. Ellie picked herself up after a major life altering loss, and she's built this whole career around helping people cultivate joy and learn to live their life by leading with love. Ellie also talked to us about joy mind training concepts, things like instead of making a mountain out of a molehill, making a molehill out of a mountain. She was basically teaching us how to move away from our default programming to go to the negative and instead try to look at the positive, or at least minimize the negative that we add into the situation. She shared exercises like time boxing, how we explain a situation. And when the time box is shorter, we tend not to blow it out of proportion as much. So Ellie really shared lots of great ideas about cultivating joy in our lives and opening ourselves up to possibilities and ways in which we can have more fun. So it was really great to talk to her and understand what that looks like and how leading with love and bringing more joy into our lives can really change your perspective. Another guest who focuses on helping people discover joy is Dr. Tanmi Sethi. She wrote a book, Joy is My Justice, Reclaim What is Yours, and it emphasizes the importance of living joyfully regardless of circumstances. In fact, it's her belief that when life is at its most difficult, when you may not be able to control the circumstances you were born into or a situation you find yourself in, you can find justice in reclaiming your joy because only you can let that be taken away. The last episode I'll mention is Unleashing Creativity, Overcoming Resistance, and Finding Your Outlet to Fun with Coach Jean Sheridan. In that episode, Jean talks to us about the importance of finding a creative outlet that you really love and that brings you joy and fun. She offers advice to those who are still searching for theirs. She addresses the common resistance people face when it comes to trying something new and she provides tips on overcoming the fear of looking foolish or being inadequate. I really loved this conversation. I felt very close to it and know that in my own journey, I dealt with a lot of those things. Wanting to find my creative outlet, wanting to remember my creative outlet, and what really lit me up was how I started this podcasting journey. And I felt all the things all the things, all the resistance, all the fear of being judged, all those things. And it wasn't until I took that first step and decided I didn't have to worry about having all the answers that the magic really started to begin for me. Paying closer attention in your own life for the signs that will give you a hint to some of the things that might fill you up that you might enjoy doing again. That's definitely one of the keys to the journey of reconnecting to fun and to finding your creative outlet. Being open to trying something a little messy, that was for sure where I started with my podcasting journey. 
So there are a few things that all of these guests touched on in common. They all talked about having to prioritize fun, about creating a practice of cultivating fun, meaning it won't just happen, you have to work at it. And they all talked about how curiosity plays an important role in embracing fun and play in our lives. And like the slogan on my vision board, they all touched on how you have to be open for adventure, try new things, pay attention to settings and people who make you feel light or where time flies. If you pay attention, the messages are there and you will certainly be able to tap into some of the things that bring you fun and joy. So another area that I explored was finding fun in relationships. And there are a few things that have surprised me on this path to incorporating more fun in my life. And one of them was how much fun you can find in your relationships if you really work at it and look for it. The key is to spend more time as much as possible with people that lift you up, fill you up, that challenge you to be your best self, and on the flip side, to spend as little time as possible with the people that bring you down or deplete you, the negative Nellies in your life. I know sometimes we're tied to them. I know sometimes they're in our families, but the key is to spend as little time as you can and sort of put this bubble up around yourself so that it doesn't infiltrate your thoughts and your daily life. Once you find that tribe and you really understand who those people are, make sure time with them is on your calendar. Make it a commitment and a priority. A few short years ago, I would never have found time for regular meetups with my girlfriends. I would have told you that I have zero time. That between work and home stuff, I just couldn't find time. And the truth is, I just prioritized other things. I mean, things like cleaning the house. It just was such a priority for me and now it's not. Don't worry, my house is not a total disaster. But I just don't prioritize it as much. If I don't dust every week, the world is definitely not going to fall apart. And now I've shifted my priorities so much that I actually have time for those things. And with those changes in priority, I go out with a group of high school girlfriends once a month. It's a blast. We are there to cheer each other on. We're there to lift each other up. We're there to push each other hard where we need to be pushed. And it's a really great atmosphere. I also go away for the weekend with another group of gal pals a couple times a year. And I see some of my previous work team for dinner at least every couple of months. I have the time now because I realize how much it fills me up. It brings me joy and I make it a priority. I also make sure I have plenty of time on the weekends to get away with my husband. And I do have multiple nights a week that I keep open for my girls and granddaughters. We do dinner, we play, whatever, but that time is for them. So embrace those people that really bring you joy, that fill you up and make time for them. Okay. Another thing that came out of my journey in incorporating more fun into my life this year was learning to embrace playfulness. Now, remember at the beginning of this conversation, I told you that I have always, honestly, as far back as I can remember, I have always been serious. 
I have always taken on a lot of responsibility. So embracing playfulness is not something that came naturally to me or as a default to me. But one of the biggest lessons I learned this year was that the most fun is not found with the big things, with the trips, the adventurous activities, or the getaways. Now, don't get me wrong. I had a blast when we took my granddaughter camping, and when my husband and I went away and we went ATVing with friends, and I had a blast when we took the motorcycle out for the day and rode just randomly for hours and hours and hours and had such a great time stopping at lots of our favorite places. And we did that on multiple occasions and took beautiful rides to lots of different places. But the truth is, I found the most fun when I just let loose and embrace play and laughter. It's things like dancing in the kitchen to nursery rhymes and swinging my granddaughter around. It's throwing tons and tons of cotton balls on the floor and pretending it's snowing. This is something that years earlier, quite frankly, I probably would have freaked out about because of the mess. But it literally took two seconds to clean up with a broom and a dustpan. The most important part, though, is realizing that the mess didn't really matter. If I was just present enough to enjoy the moment, and I allowed myself to be silly and playful, we had a blast with that fake snow. It's that playfulness that surprised me. It's things like racing in the front yard and splashing in the pool and having a silly puppet show or creating a story on the fly to match the stickers the kids are placing on construction paper. The most fun that I found was in these moments when I truly let my guard down. I forget anyone is watching I don't care about what anyone thinks, and I just be creative and silly and playful. That is where I found the most fun this year. So why did it take so long for me to tap into this fun? Why did it take me so long to realize that it was right there in front of me for the taking? What stops most of us from finding fun or incorporating fun into our lives? I think most of us share some of the common reasons, and I'm going to highlight a couple of them. So I think we care too much about what other people think of us. Remember, what someone thinks of you is none of your business. That's their problem. It really has nothing to do with you, and you don't need that in your head. I think we've all been programmed to always be on, to always be achieving, to be productive. So we don't allow ourselves the time to let loose and have fun on a regular basis. We have programmed ourselves to think that's a waste of time. The truth is though, when we are in a more balanced state, when we're more creative, we're also more flexible and we feel more ready and able to give. Don't get me wrong, making changes like this doesn't come quickly. It's a practice. And that's why it's called a practice of fun. It's something you have to work at, something you have to build habits around. I think another reason is we're too busy trying to be perfect. We worry that we won't be good enough at something. All I can say about this one is I am now a firm believer that sometimes good enough is good enough that taking the next step is all you need to do. You don't have to have it all figured out. You don't need to know it all. You don't have to be an expert at it all. Just allow yourself to be a beginner. Get your brain wrapped around the fact that you can be a beginner at anything. And if you're a beginner, you can be sloppy. You can be messy. You cannot know the next step. You're just beginning. You're just learning. 
You have to start somewhere and just be open to pivoting as you go and as you learn more. The journey really is where it's at. It's not the destination. The last one I'm going to touch on is I think we're all overcommitted in our lives. Many of you listeners here are similar to me and you've been people pleasers your entire life. And what that typically means is you put yourself last. You don't leave time for yourself. And so that's a big one. As someone that had to learn how to set boundaries, and quite frankly, I'm still working on it. I do though now allow time for my own self-care as a priority. I don't feel bad. I don't feel like I'm wasting time. I don't remind myself. I don't have that incessant chatter about being productive and I could be doing this instead of that. I really have reprogrammed my brain around that to know that my own self-care, which includes having fun and time with friends and doing all the things I talked about, that's a priority. And so I have built boundaries to ensure that I have that space in my life and you need to do that too. All right. In conclusion, I just want to say, I know these are just a few and there's many other things that get in the way of our learning to incorporate more fun in our life. So find some things that you think you could change and see if you can find ways to prioritize things that bring you joy or allow you to have fun. Remember, change doesn't happen overnight, but work on baby steps, small changes that will add up over time. Incorporating more fun and building a practice of fun in your life, it's the same as everything else you're working on, whether that's trying to be financially fit or lose some weight or get more active. They all take time and they all take baby steps consistently being done over time. They add up, but you got to give, give it the effort and the time. I hope recapping my journey to finding more fun has been helpful to some of you. If you're like me, finding the things that really light you up may take some time and that's okay. Like I just said, start small. Some things you could do is take a class, maybe sit down and journal on it and try to remember some of the hobbies you had back in school. Find some friends or reach back out to friends that really fill you up and spend a little more time with them. Take opportunities to let loose, dance, or sing like no one's watching. Find ways to be extra kind to someone. Volunteer. Play with a child and find your imagination again. All of those things will lead you on a path to finding more fun in your life. In closing, I'd like to challenge you all to do one thing that brings you more fun over the next couple of weeks that you wouldn't normally do and share it with me through a DM. You can use the contact me form on message in the middle website or through the Facebook group if you're part of it. I would love to see you all start incorporating more fun and joy in your lives. And until then, Thanks again for taking the time to listen. It really is a special adventure that I'm on here and I'm so glad I can bring you with me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Message in the Middle with Marianne. If you enjoyed the podcast, please take a minute to share it and write a review as it helps bring new listeners to our audience. If you'd like to keep the conversation going between episodes, please join us at Facebook group Message in the Middle with Marianne.